0: Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. And I am Michael. And I guess, you know, we should just jump right into it. It happened, everybody. Everybody's talking about it. We didn't have an episode last week.
1: That's true. We did take a weekend <laughs> off for the 4th of July. We, we were away. You were visiting family. I was doing family things, launching fireworks, having barbecues, and as Everybody knows we record on Sunday, typically. Uh, The episodes come out on Wednesday. And the one week that we decide to take off, the (laughs) one week we decide to walk away from the computers for a little bit, Nintendo comes out with a brand new Switch model. We've been rumored to have this, and it just happened. It finally happened.
0: Is it? Is it? the the one that we've always been wanting and talking about though
1: that's not what they said was coming out they said a new (laughs) model would be coming out and that's exactly what we got
0: i guess we'll kind of go through the details we're going to explain what's different in this model compared to the basic model that is like i guess middle tier now um say when it releases and we're going to just talk a little bit about where the rumors fall short and our opinions and thoughts so what makes this one different, the, the OLED and Nintendo Switch different from the current Switch model? So the biggest thing is the 7-inch OLED, which is Organic Light Emitting Diodes Screen. The current screen is 6.2 LCD screen. So the difference between OLED and LCD is LCD stands for Liquid Crystal Display. The screen has a light behind the entire thing that lights up the whole screen. So what will happen is... Um, dark colors like blacks will show up a little bit gray they won't actually look very very dark but with OLED screens it allows for self-lit pixels so each individual pixel has its own light Um, so it's only light will only show up when it's needed so there's no light behind pure black pixels so you'll have darker blacks Um, they're also saying that there's also less power needed because you don't have a big light you have a lot of little tiny lights the downsides to OLEDs is they are pricier so this new switch we will talk about a little bit it is a little more expensive. Um, and also because just the dark the dark colors get darker they the the colors will appear brighter and and lighter but they're not just uh, OLED screens don't get as bright overall as LCD screens. Um, I also do want to note that the resolution is still exactly the same. So the pixel density in the new screen hasn't changed at all. It's just a bigger screen. So the downside to that is you could see it might look a little more pixelated. Um, Hmm. There haven't really been many comparisons on that yet. I would like to see it for my own eyes to really compare, but that is something to consider like you know you can get a new tv and it could be a really big tv but it could be a really crappy big tv so it kind of seems like okay great so you gave us a screen that does better lights which is bigger but it's still only going to be 720p when you're holding it handheld which is dumb um it, it does have a wider kickstand this was one of the rumors that uh came out later like i think it came out maybe two months ago uh, they say it's going to have an enhanced audio with new built-in speakers. I guess it's just a little louder. Uh, the dock that it comes with is a wired internet connection, so you can actually plug in your internet if you want to. There's also more built-in storage. So there's 64 gigabytes of internal storage compared to the current version, which is 32 gigabytes. And the thing that I'm, I'm most excited about is there's new colors. So it's going to release with two different color options, the standard red And neon blue Joy-Cons with a black dock or this really nice, crisp, clean, white Joy-Con setup with a white dock. Um, The main screen unit is still black. The older Joy-Cons are still compatible with the new model. So the new Joy-Cons that are coming out are basically the same exact Joy-Cons that you have now. And the docks will be sold separately on Nintendo's site. Nintendo did quote that it will not be sold at retail. You'll have to get it directly from Nintendo. They didn't list a price yet. Or anything like that, and the thing I'm most concerned about is they didn't say if the Joy Cons are going to be sold separately because I want those white Joy Cons. I looked into it; I couldn't find any information anywhere. So we'll see if they kind of announce that over the next few months. Yep. It does release October 8th, the same day as Metroid Dread comes out, and the price is 349.99 US dollars. So where the rumors where the rumors kind of fell short. I think a lot of people were really excited for a switch pro situation. we did not get that. this is just a new model kind of like the battery update we sort of got on the switch that one time. It's just a different screen mostly. Um, so the rumors that we that did come out that didn't end up following through were the OLED screen, the kickstand and the dock, the LAN connection in the dock. Those were the only ones that were really fulfilled. Um, a lot of people really wanted, 1080p for the handheld resolution is still only 720p. Uh, Dock resolution is still, is still going to be 1080. It was rumored to be 4K, but I think we were all like, okay, yeah, get real. As far as CPU and RAM, there were a lot of rumors saying that they were getting different chips, so they were going to be able to do like resolu- resolution scaling, so they could scale 1080p to 4K. None of that has changed. Almost all the internal components are exactly the same. The battery is the same. Um, there are speculations that because of the OLED screen, obviously depending on the screen brightness, wireless connection, the game itself, um, they are saying that because of the screen, you may have better battery efficiency. But Nintendo hasn't made any claims about that because it does depend on so many different things. And there was <laughs> there was rumor for uh, wireless headphone Bluetooth support, and we did not get that either. You still mm-hmm. need a dongle, so. Our thoughts and opinions. I'll let you go first.
1: Um. All right. Well, I guess let's go back through because you read through all of that in one go. So I think there's a few things yeah. that we should comment on. I, I mean, obviously, the new one is seven inches. It was coming from 6.2. That's a 0.8 difference. Not as big Not as huge. even some of those m- mock-ups were showing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Some of them were showing that it was going to be a little bit more significant than um, what we got, I guess. And so that's kind of... It's kind of a bummer. And I would also say going down the list, we have those new built-in speakers. We don't know anything about that. I've been trying to find some specs that give some information on these speakers and yeah, what the like differences are. are what is yeah. actually, yeah, what is actually improved. It did look like the um the openings were maybe larger for the new one, but it doesn't really specify. Like they're not giving any information on it. So it makes me a little nervous as to what is going on there as far as, you know, are these actual better speakers or are, yeah. is the design of the speaker um, done in a way that allows them to be a little bit louder? Do you know what I mean? It just seems like it's a Mm -hmm. way for them to kind of say, yeah, now it's louder, but you didn't really say anything. I mean, if the opening is doubled, that could make the speaker sound louder, but you Mm -hmm. didn't give us a spec. Is it literally an upgrade in a speaker? Is the hardware updated?
0: There's no specifics. That's what Mm -hmm. I don't like. So with the screen, it's a very specific change. Like it is now an OLED screen, Mm -hmm. new built-in speakers. It's so vague and generic. Like, tell us what kind of speakers are in it now. What's the difference? I want to know, like, actual specs.
1: Yeah, give us and, just something yeah. to tell us some more information on that. So that was something that made me a little concerned. Uh, I would like to hear, like, this was, you know, the Z5-1, and now we've got z five sevens in there. or some, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the speaker is better because it's an approved speaker. So that made me a little concerned. Uh, I yeah. will say that I looked all over because – a selling feature to me, somebody that plays their Switch outside occasionally or when I travel, um, a brighter screen would be a selling feature. And while I've heard mixed reviews on this, I've gone to different sites. A lot of people say, in general, OLEDs are not as bright as LCDs. It's just sort of – yeah. They're, they're just not, you know, whether you're looking at the iPhone 10 versus an Android phone, that one is OLED, one is LCD. LCD always tends to be a brighter screen. So to light. me, that's, that's, that's a downgrade. That's something where, yes, mm-hmm. it's going to look more vibrant and the colors are going to pop, but... I won't be able to see them because I'm playing outside. So what does it matter anyway? I need a bright screen so I can actually play this thing. They constantly show people playing outside in their videos. But <laughs> in reality, you can't do that because they're just not bright enough. It. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, that's a, that's a problem. Yeah. Um, I, I do love the colors, like you said, all of that other stuff. I will say that, yes, they are going to sell this dock separately. They have not given it a price. The The current dock sells for $60 on the Nintendo store. So I'm guessing it will be between $60 and $80 maybe. And that's assuming mm-hmm. you can actually get it anywhere. Um, but yeah. 60, price, $60 for a dock, that doesn't seem too, too bad. This one does have the built-in LAN connection, which... You can buy that adapter from Nintendo for $30 if you wanted to buy the adapter. I have an adapter on my current dock. I do already have it wired, so it doesn't sell anything for me that this one has it built in. But I didn't buy mine from Nintendo. I bought just another version for like $10. bucks. So, um, and it works great. I've never had an issue with the cheaper version of it. So mm-hmm. some things to consider there. You will probably be able to buy the dock separately if that's something you want. Right now, the current dock is $60. Keep that in mind. If you, I think you can go on eBay, get them for around 80 if you can't find the docks anywhere. Uh, you could buy a land adapter for 10 to $30, depending on it. So if some of those things were like, yes, I need this because of that, you don't.
0: Yeah, there's ways around it.
1: Yeah. So now getting into my overall thoughts on it. I think I am generally uh disappointed i guess not because of the screen the screen looked nice i like the size of it i wish it was a tad bigger i wish it got rid of all of the bevel all, all the way around
0: and that's uh, what the mock-up showed that's what a that lot of people are mock- expecting yeah, yeah mm-hmm.
1: you, you would be getting rid of that you wouldn't see any of that it would have just been like the plastic and then the screen that would have been that would have been nice to see that it was just sort of a little bit bigger than what we got you know that would I don't know. That would have just been really nice. I wish yeah. in handheld it bumped up to 1080 for the resolution. Um, I'd never expected it to be 4K. I think that was sort of mm-hmm. a pipe dream. So it doesn't matter to me that it doesn't do 4K. I don't care about 4K. I think some people are more passionate about that than I am. I would have loved to have seen a boost in the uh, CPU and the RAM. I think those are two things that are really starting to hurt the Switch. Uh, Mm -hmm. I, I know some people will say that it doesn't matter to them that they think the Switch is doing great as it is. I disagree. I think things are starting to hurt. I've even been playing Mario Golf and I think even that, which is a Nintendo game, is hurting because the Switch is underpowered. I think that there's a lot of games that could have had better load times that can just... Things can play and be more enjoyable if they just gave it a little bump in performance. A little power boost. And I'm not saying that they needed to power it up so much that, you know, people that have the old Switch can no longer play the new games. I would just like to see certain things able to render quicker i would like to see the load Mm -hmm. times cut in half i would like to just see overall performance i'm not trying to take games away from anybody or make them feel like oh now i have to buy it but i do think that this machine could be a little bit stronger uh than what it is and i think it's time i think a lot of the hardware that was put into the original switch was sort of dated when that even happened and now it seems even more dated uh so You know, that's that's kind of an issue. I think I would have liked to seen a more significant battery boost in this version of it. I think people are trying to justify it by saying, well, OLED uses less and but it's bigger and blah, 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 blah.
0: I agree. It needs Mm -hmm. a bigger
1: battery. Come on. It it needs a the the window from for the the power is going to be from what, four hours to like nine. That's a huge swing. I can understand if they said, well, it could be eight or nine hours, depending on what games you're playing. Or it could be, you know, eight to ten hours, depending on what games you're playing. Like four to nine are you kidding me depending on the game that's a joke and i'm still Mm -hmm. playing on the launch version of the switch which means when they came out with the red box version and that had the better battery boost i'm still playing somewhere around maybe a two three hour probably to like seven ish at the most and i do think that this is a battery boost for the people that have the launch switch but if you have the red box switch It's the same exact battery. And I think that an upgraded model should have a beefier battery. They should be able to hit that 10-hour mark, you know, somewhere between 8 and 10 hours of playtime. I don't think that's unreasonable. I think that if you are marketing this as a mobile slash um, home console, you should be able to get away with, you know, at least minimum six-ish hours. I think at least minimum. Um, and then the the other one that's a huge down for me is a thumbs down is the lack of the Bluetooth audio support. I think that it's been time. It was mm-hmm. time. The original Switch should have had that already. And this updated model doesn't have it. So that's another uh, another thumbs down for this overall. I think that this is... Without a doubt, not a pro model, which is what people were kind of hoping for. It is a new Switch model. It's the Switch OLED model, and so we can't say that you know that's not the case. But I think the frustration for a lot of people is that this device, this new model, really doesn't do a whole lot different than the old model did, and uh, and I think that's a problem. That being said, if I if if I didn't own a Switch, this would be the one I got if mine broke this is the one i would get instead to replace it of course um, but i will not be buying this i see zero reason to get rid of the perfectly good switch that i have that does not have any issues that is not have a like a fan that's making a ton of noise like MOTS has i have no mm-hmm. reason for my kickstand doesn't even flap i have nothing wrong with the switch i own so uh, there's no reason for me to upgrade to this Mm -hmm. new oled zero
0: yeah so you won't be getting it (laughs) no not at all it's not
1: even a consideration
0: yeah um i feel i i agree with you on pretty much everything overall i'm i'm pretty disappointed obviously i think everybody got really excited by all the rumors going around expecting a switch pro and A lot of people were saying, oh, you shouldn't listen to rumors. Oh, you should lower your expectations when it comes to Nintendo. Well, okay, yeah, sure. But I think everybody's expectations were completely reasonable besides the 4K thing. But we're just going to ignore that. Wanting something that had a better battery, that had Bluetooth. That's the big thing for me was the Bluetooth that I wanted. You know, just a little more power. Make the handheld resolution 1080p. That should be, you gave us a new screen. Why not go a little bit better? and get us a little bit better of a screen. I mean, it's only $50 in the current switch. Why not just charge us a little more so we definitely get what we want mm-hmm. instead of basically getting us a screen that's kind of better and kind of worse. Like, it just seems like a really strange thing to to do. But so this is this is why I'm torn because I love, love, love the white look. I think the dock design looks awesome. I love that they made the opening for the cables a little bit larger. Because obviously they had to, if you're going to add in another, like an internet connection cable in there, there's no way for it to fit through the little opening that it currently had. So they cut out a little more of that lid and like, it's this nice little curved line and you can take the whole lid off if you want. I love that. I think they nailed the dock design. It looks great. I love the white Joy-Cons. That being said, if the dock is going to be $60, the Joy-Cons are going to be about that too. That's $120. $120. If I were, because last last winter I was considering getting my sister a switch light for Christmas. If this year I decide I still want to get her a switch, I would just buy the new switch and give her my old one instead of getting her a switch light. Because if you if you add everything up, it's getting pretty close to the cost of the new switch. So that's kind of what's going through my head. I know it's kind of like a reach, but like I mean, I have until October to decide. It's I'm not rushing, but. If I wasn't planning on getting my sister a Switch, then I would not be getting it.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I, I see like the Switch, the dock thing is even at reach because like I said, I have mine wired. It fits. Everything fits fine. It's. it's and you like, have
0: you have two docks. or I just have the one and going back and forth and traveling. It's like, oh, well, if I give my sister this one, she'll have the dock and I can just use it there.
1: Sure. Or you could but, just yeah. buy a $60 dock. <laughs> I mean, it, that's the thing. Like I can understand a lot of people trying to rationalize it. If your switch was broken, yes, there's there's other reasons to do it. But I I think Mm -hmm. spending 350 to replace a perfectly good operating functioning switch is so hard for me to be like, yeah, no, I get that. I don't. I don't get that. I think everybody has to do what's right for them. But I also think those kinds of things are what allows Nintendo to do these kinds of things. If people just buy the stuff anyway, oh, this is an outrage. I can't believe they're charging $350 for a Switch that only upgrades the screen. I'm going to buy it anyway then they're going to keep doing it. They're going that's to how keep they get away with taking this. your money for very incremental small things because they know people keep buying it. So that's where it starts to make me angry because it's like, then stop doing it because otherwise we would have gotten a Switch Pro because they knew nobody would have bought the thing that they're charging for right now. So I think if you if you are giving it away and you're like, oh, well, I need another one. Okay, so th- what you got to do what's right for you, but Mm. I will tell you the current dock fits all the cables. I have it wired. So there's no like there's nothing other than the fact that it's white, which I personally want the white Joy-Cons. I like the look of the white. They
0: look nice. Yeah,
1: they look great. I've wanted white Joy-Cons since the Switch came out. So I am I would be very upset if I can't buy them separately, which is another joke because they're $80. But I would buy yeah. my third pair of Joy-Cons because I want the color and it's the only way I can get it. I'm not going to spend 350 you know what I mean? Like, oh, well, I really want the white Joy-Cons, so I'll spend 350 to, to get white Joy-Cons See, instead of spend when, 80
0: That's what I'm nervous about, because Nintendo knows that people want those white Joy-Cons. So my thinking is, oh, because Nintendo knows they slap a lo- their logo on anything, people will buy it. People want something bad enough, they'll just buy it. They're, I I have this feeling deep in my gut they are not going to sell those separately. They They're going to be jerks and not... Ugh. If that happens, I might just get if I the only reason really I would get the whole setup is if I was gonna give my sister this current one and if I can't get those white Joy-Cons separately. Hmm. (laughs) So there's a lot of ifs in there. That's that's the only thing. But if they if they don't and I decide not to get it at all, I'm just gonna get those white stickers. They look great. Yeah, they do there's nothing wrong with them. I think you will I do
1: think at some point white will be an option. I don't think it's enough for me to like I said, I I have to be able to separate myself from the the want versus the need. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, white Joy-Cons is a very much a want. I have two mm-hmm. Joy-Con colors already. I have the purple, orange, and the blues. I don't need another set of Joy-Cons. That's just a fact. I want them. And if I were to sell my current one or it broke it would still be a hard justification for me for something where I can buy a set of Joy-Cons for 80. Let's say I can sell my current Switch with a set of Joy-Cons, with the the grip, with whatever for 200. Let's say I can get 200 mm-hmm. for the thing. I'm still paying $150 for essentially Joy-Cons, which is the only thing I really want because the OLED screen isn't enough of an upgrade. It would be a nice to have, but it's Honestly, not a Honestly, is it
0: even an upgrade? It's just a little bigger. I, I'm... I- I kind of want to argue it's almost a downgrade. But we don't know that. We we don't don't know that. We don't have hands on. We haven't
1: seen it. I have heard mixed reviews about whether or not it's bright or not because in my mind, (laughs) we're jumping the gun because I do think OLED vibrancy color-wise is going to be an improvement. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's going to be enough of a size difference to notice a fluctuation in resolution. I don't think people are going to be as aware to say, oh, this doesn't look crisp enough. This doesn't look as crisp as my LCD. They may. I don't know. We don't have hands on yet. As far Mm -hmm. as the brightness, what I'm wondering is, let's say, pound for pound, OLED is not as bright as LCD. But let's say the LCD that's in the current switch is not as good of an LCD screen as this OLED is For what it's
0: For an OLED screen. You know what I mean?
1: Not saying Mm -hmm. that this is going to be the top of the line OLED or the Switch has the top of the line LCD, but I don't know enough about either of these to say, is LCD always, without a doubt, intrinsically brightness level higher or does it matter on the LCD that is put into it? Because if this is sort of a mid-grade LCD and they put a better OLED, perhaps baseline OLED, it could be brighter. But in Mm -hmm. general, Yes, the, the from what I've done from what I've looked at the reviews say so OLEDs are not as bright as LCDs. So I don't know. Yeah. And and to me that's a huge disappointment if if the new one comes out and people are reviewing it and saying, you know what, it's 100% 10 times louder, 100% 10 <laughs> times brighter screen. Those are things that would start to make me think, okay, that works into my real world use cases. But until I know, I am not a day one buyer for it because I just don't know. And the one or two people that I've heard that have had hands on say, if you are using them side by side, you can see it, but it's not enough to do anything to, to, the general
0: everyday person will not going to see it, going to realize. Yeah.
1: You have to have them side by side before you can really start to see differences in brightness, differences in sound. Um, I think because
0: of that, it seems so silly to me.
1: It's it that's the problem. It's it's hard for me to justify spending 350 on something like this when in in my in my life, I could spend 350 on my motorcycle. I could spend Mm -hmm. 350 on other things that give me. I have a switch. I don't need another. I already get all of my enjoyment from my switch.
0: (laughs) We were saying the other day how both of us have really expensive hobbies and we have a lot of hobbies. Mm So it's yeah. like spend three or fifty dollars a speech, set, Spend you know a hundred dollars on better fishing line. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: I could buy yeah. more fishing gear. I could buy stuff for my motorcycle. I could buy yeah. um. I could um, <clears throat> My camera gear. I, there's so many things yes. that cost so much that for me you know
0: it's a no go it's yeah. it's
1: just it's very difficult i do think that if somebody has a broken switch or if somebody w- wants a switch for the first time yes of course of course it's a no brainer this is the one you get but if you mm-hmm. already own a switch i would seriously seriously consider whether or not it's worth that kind of money maybe somebody has that much disposable cash and that's great if good you do them. it could yeah. for you <laughs> but i my, for me it's a no it would have to have been a little bit more performance and a little bit more options that I need.
0: And I I would say too that, and I kind of breezed over it when I was going through all the different specs on the new one, but it's, it's something that a lot of people are breezing over, but the new built-in storage is double the size of the current switch, which I think that is actually a big deal. It's literally double the amount of storage. I think that is almost more important than the screen. I mean, it's Um, still not
1: very much storage.
0: It's not, yeah, it's not, it's not much. I I think it, 64 should have been what it originally came out with, but.
1: I mean, double, double nothing is still nothing. You know what I mean? Like it's barely anything to begin with. And then they doubled it. I mean, I've got like a five hundred. Gig, you know mm-hmm. SD card in mind, so it, that's like a drop in the pail to what I already have so oh,
0: especially some of these games they take up so much space
1: yeah I think yeah. you know all in all I love the colors I love that there's a new mm-hmm. screen like you said the kickstand looks way better than the kickstand that's currently on the the, the current one's a joke not that I ever play in that mode I, think I it's never silly, use mine but, Yeah, and that's probably why my kickstand's completely fine because I, I maybe opened it once to put an SD card in and that was it
0: and that's
1: it yeah but if you're somebody that uses a lot of tabletop gaming then sure of course this bigger better makes sense uh, you know kickstand makes sense for you of course mm-hmm. but for me and the way i play games it it really just doesn't factor in but man i, I want those white joy cons i really like them a
0: lot and also speaking of the joy cons as i was putting together the notes i was actually getting really angry because they're the same exact joy cons yeah which means they could have drift they still they still will have drift there's a very (laughs) likely chance they will and it's just i feel like
1: uh, that's just a slap in the face
0: i it is all of this is all of this is a slap in the face it's not that hard to make it 1080 at this day and age they completely ignored it everybody wants wireless headphone bluetooth support they completely have ignored it it's like how loud do we have to yell nintendo (laughs) well
1: who knows i think you know (laughs) nintendo does iterations on their hardware all the time that's just what they do they constantly 2ds 3ds came out with about a billion variations of the thing um i'm sure in another two years you're going to see another iteration of the switch or the switch 2 or whatever they end up making it Mm -hmm. that's going to be coming down the line in a couple of years for me if my switch holds on that long that's what the one i'll probably get but the you big know, change. It, it is what yeah. it is. People are going to buy what they want to buy. I, I personally don't see any reason if you already have one in buying it. But, f- you know, feel free to to contact us and let us know. I did try to reach out to Nintendo to see if they were going to give us uh, white Joy-Cons. But, of course, there was no no reply. But who knows? We'll see.
0: Our friends over at Nintendo must be on vacation. Yeah,
1: they must have been <laughs> on vacation with us last week. But anyway, enough of that. Enough of that. Let's move on to some other News, whether it's good or bad, I have no idea. It depends on you, I suppose. But it seems like the Super Mario movie could be in a little bit of a streaming war. Uh, if you know Peacock, which is NBC's version of Netflix and Disney Plus, because they all have them now, apparently you can't just can't just watch on one thing. You got to have fifty. Stream instead of Wars. instead of having cable, now we got thirty different streaming services. But Peacock struck a deal with Universal Pictures, and which means taking a. Effect in 2022. As soon as these movies leave the theaters, they go right to Peacock. They'll be exclusive to Peacock. And it's a weird deal. So let's say you're watching a movie, it gets out of the theater, it goes to Peacock. For the first four months, it's going to be only exclusive to Peacock. Then it's going to be 10 months, it can go wherever. So Netflix and all the other places. And then for the last four months, It's going to be back to Peacock exclusively. So it's an 18-month window. Eight of those are exclusive to Peacock. So you got it the first four. Then it goes wherever it goes. Then it comes back to Peacock for the last four. Sure. So some of the upcoming movies that will be affected will be the Minions movie, the Puss in Boots sequel – The new Jurassic Park movie and the Super Mario movie that we've been talking about. So there you go. You can see them in theaters. But after that, for those first four months, you're going to have to wait. And then you have 10 months. You can watch it again. And then you're going to have four months. You're going to have to wait again. So, yeah. There you have it. And who knows? I, I mean, I don't really know much about the Super Mario movie. I think of those movies, maybe Jurassic Park is the only one that I'm actually interested in seeing. I don't <laughs> <Me> really <too. laughs> care about a Super Mario. I know it's terrible to say doing a Nintendo podcast. I don't care about a Super Mario movie. It really doesn't matter to me. Maybe it'll be amazing. I don't know. But there you have it. I'll probably
0: you, see it when it's on Netflix. and I mean, Whatever. Yeah.
1: If it if it happens to be I'm a super no rainy day it. or something, and and you want to go see <laughs> yeah. a movie, I guess that could be one I would check out. But until I see trailers, until I see anything about it, I it doesn't excite me very much.
0: It's just such a confusing, it's such a strange like contract situation. Like yeah. all the streaming stuff, it seems like they overcomplicate it so much. Well, of course, yeah. But something that's not overcomplicated is all of the updates that have been or I guess post-launch roadmap that was revealed for Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin. Hmm. So the full game was released on July 9th, and they kind of just gave details on everything that's supposed to come out, all the additional content between now and October. Hmm. Um, So we're getting 10 new Monsties and three co-op exclusive monsters, all for free. All free. Which is awesome. Yeah, that is um, cool. So I'll go, I'll go through the list really quick for those of you who do play and who are very excited for this. On July 15th, you're getting a new Monsty Palamute. on August 5th, you're getting a co-op quest exclusive monster, uh colv Taroth and new monsties Hellblade Glavness and Bolt Reaver As Astolos.
1: Mm, easy I am for you so to sorry. say.
0: Oh yeah, these are gonna be some tongue twisters, guys. <laughs> In early September, the new monsties that you'll be getting is Soulseer Mitsu- Mitsutsuni and Elder Frost Gamath and Orashi- or- Oroshi Kirin. And then late September, you're getting the new monsters: Dread King Rathalos and Molten Tigrex, along with a co-op quest exclusive monster, called Taroth, but it's high difficulty. Okay. And then in October, you're getting a co-op quest exclusive, mon- exclusive monster, Unnamed, that will be high difficulty, and new monster silver Rathalos and gold Rathian. Okay, cool. Red buggy bubby bumpers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is so hard to say. <laughs> uh,
1: I, you know, I I've been thinking more about this game, and the, I I I think I will be getting this at some point because I did enjoy the demo. Good. I I like these the 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 monsters that they've got the the new monster. Uh, that we get right off the bat, this Palamute is so cool Looks looking. So cool, it's, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It's like a bluish, purplish fox, wolf type.
0: You know what it monster. reminds me of? Hmm. The Pokemon Sword, like Hero. Uh, yeah, Pokemon. yeah, it does yeah. look a lot yeah, like yeah. that. I
1: mean, and that's what people. <laughs> this is essentially like Pokemon Monster Hunter Edition, you know, because it's got a lot of those similar characteristics with it's the like, yeah with the raising yeah. and the kind of you know you can mix and match different um, not elements but different traits that they have, and so mm-hmm. you can have a whole team of the same monster but they all have different traits and they all do different stuff. And I think that's kind of cool. And you kind of get this gotcha mechanic that goes in there when you're picking the eggs and you never know what you're going to get. They're like Eevees. Yeah, kind of exactly. It's like (laughs) Eevees and they all have their different stuff um so i i mean i think this is so cool i i like that they already gave this roadmap it kind of makes me a little bit more excited for the idea of playing this game now this isn't something i need right now this could be down the road a few months because i have so many games to play as it is and i know that this one you know is probably like 100 plus hours of game time so i'm probably gonna hold off for a little while but i do think that from what i played of the demo i liked enough to where i'd say you know what let let me try to jump in here and, and play this all the way through so I, i'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it yeah. now that also made me excited for the next story which is you can win 15 monster hunter amiibo from nintendo they're, they're picking 10 winners and each one of those winners are going to get nine monster hunter rise amiibo six monster hunter stories to amiibo and then five monster hunter rise posters each so everybody gets it And then if you want to enter for this, you have to go to my Nintendo. Now, unfortunately, this is the U.S. only accounts. So unfortunately, it's got to be the U.S. Sorry, Sorry. Um, And Mm -hmm. then you're going to choose how many entries you want to use or how many entries you want to go for. And you use 10 platinum points each for each entry. I've got like 1,500 uh, platinum points. So I just did three. That's like the max you can do is three. So oh, it costs 30 platinum points. Now this giveaway ends at 11 59 PM Pacific time, August 7th. So if you want to try for this, go About for it and yeah. uh, go spend some of those platinum points that you have saved up. So I, so, well. I figured why not, you know, why not? 10, <laughs> yeah. If I, especially if I get this, yeah, you know, I guess I better buy the game now. So, but I have a ton of platinum points. It was no big deal to spend 30 of them for right. a chance to win. They look cool. Some of them look very cool.
0: Nice little addition to your shelf, especially now that you are a Monster Hunter fan.
1: Well, at least, at least for <laughs> this, uh, yeah. We'll see what happens. I, they have some cool ones. They have like these gold and silver ones, which are crazy. I yeah. don't think you can buy them anywhere. They're they're kind of intense looking, and then they have That's some awesome. other cool ones that are kind of in addition to that. So yeah, why mm-hmm. not? Why not? I have thirty platinum. I don't spend them on anything else, so I might as well use them.
0: Yeah. Now a bit of like funny slash no- weird news. Uh, Edible Arrangements recently switched their name to Edible. Essentially, for those of you who are outside of the U.S., it's a company that puts together snack packages and treats, and they're presented almost like a bouquet of flowers. And you can get like treat boxes, and they're covered with like chocolate and sugars and something that Edible calls Swizzle, which is just drizzled chocolate and fun colors. But Nintendo is teaming up with Edible to create. Mario Kart themed snack box things. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So it's all Mario Kart Eight Deluxe themed, and they're expensive. Surprise, surprise. Um. One of them is called a Rainbow Road arrangement. It's very colorful, and that's like fifty dollars. They have pineapple cut into like coins and stars and things like that. Um. They also have this thing called a Cookie and Fruit Power Up Birthday Bundle for forty five dollars that has a balloon with it. Um, or if you really wanna make a big gesture and whatever, you can get a vibrant flower cup for eighty dollars. Mm. It's literally just like I I I really liked the comments on the article about this. They were pretty funny. The first one was I thought Nintendo was going ultra progressive with edibles when I first read the headline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean being home of the mushroom kingdom at all. <laughs> um and another person said, Hope they don't slip any mushrooms in those edibles. And then basically this person said, ten dollars of fruit for eighty dollars. Yeah, now with Mario. <laughs> Which is essentially what it is. <laughs> so Well, there you go. You can get your really... Mario
1: edibles. <laughs>
0: Which kind of seems like a missed opportunity for Nintendo to be honest. But yeah, whatever, knows? people like fruit, I guess.
1: That, yeah. <laughs> uh and then in 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 more like spending money news legend of zelda yep. becomes the highest price video we just had a story just like this and so mm-hmm. much so that i i was saying before we started recording i'm like oh we can't do this story we already just did this story we covered it it was a different game but it's the same exact thing except way more expensive essentially legend of zelda becomes the highest priced video game ever sold at auction it's a sealed cartridge of the legend of zelda it sold last friday for a whopping, a staggering $870,000. Highest priced ever. It's factory seal and it has that 9.0 watt rating, which as we mentioned back a while ago, that 10 is is, as high as you can get. This is so good. It's beyond any condition you could have ever expected. So, if you if you want if you saved that Legend of Zelda that you have been keeping forever and it's sealed and it's it's pristine state, who knows? Maybe you can even get some of this. The sale it, it broke the previous record of a sa- a sealed copy, and this is the one that I thought it was from before. It was originally a sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers that went for a staggering six hundred and sixty thousand dollars in April. So there you have it. It's crazy. I I don't know who's got this kind of money to spend on anything. I don't care what version of this is. I don't care if it's the single roll off that came off the machine and you know it 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 was great. it was made of gold. It is not worth $870,000. You're out of your mind.
0: It's also crazy too because the Super Mario Brothers copy had a water rating of 9.6. Yeah. The Legend of Zelda only has a 9.0.
1: Yeah. Junk. But it
0: sold for $200,000 more. It's, junk. it's just how does this even work?
1: Well, because this one, they're saying that this was the earliest production of the game yeah. ever, ever made. It it was widely believed that this copy sold Friday it was one of the two sealed copies, only two, where that had the NES TM. I, none of it makes any sense to me. It's it's a it's a copy of Zelda. It it's does just a
0: lot of money.
1: Give me a break. I wouldn't spend eighty seven dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. Garbage. People have people have Garbage. a lot of money, man. People have a lot of money for.
0: People a, have too not much a lot, money.
1: Too much money, apparently. I, that's that could be the story of this whole. You just have money to burn, and, and Nintendo's just eating <laughs> it up.
0: They definitely are, and and that will bring us actually. It's a good segue to our bestsellers because these are all games that people are just buying a lot of. So in first place. We have Mario Golf Super Rush. And second, we have The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Third is Minecraft. Fourth, Monster Hunter Stories 2 Wings of Ruin. Fifth is Among Us. Sixth, Doki Doki Literature Club. Seventh, Boomerang Foo Grilling Spree. Eighth, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Ninth, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And tenth is Celeste. And then we had two games that were new. That made it into the top 30. In 25th, we had Zombies Ate My Parents, Ghoul Protocol. And in 26th, we have Disgaea 6, Defiance of Destiny.
1: All right. Well, that gets us into new releases we're into this week. And that uh, was a little lackluster for me, but we've got a couple checks here. You want to kick off the very first one?
0: Sure. Uh, we've actually talked about this one. It was released in an indie Nindy video or whatever they talked yeah. about it at one point um it's coming out july 15th it's a labyrinth city pierre the maze detective uh it is 12 but i think you can pre-order right now for 9.95 this is an adventure puzzle game adapted from the children's book series pierre the maze detective and essentially the story is, there has been a crime committed at Opera City Museum. Mr. X, Pierre's sworn enemy, has stolen and fled with the maze stone, a magical artifact that turns everything around it into a labyrinth. You play as Pierre and recover the stolen maze stone. There's more than 100 hidden objects and unique trophies to find, engaging puzzles, and mini games to stimulate your brain. Over 500 interactions possible with characters, items, and background. It has an original soundtrack and each scene is based on a double page illustration spread from the original book, which I think is pretty cool. Mm. All the levels are tied together by an overarching narration that will fill the detectives within us with purpose. It all just sounds good. It just reminds me of uh, the where's Waldo books and yeah, just, yeah, super cool. I'm excited for this one the most.
1: Yeah, I gave it a check. It has like super, super positive reviews on Steam. So I was that's what mm-hmm. kind of sold me on it because I couldn't find a trailer, but I did find one over there and it looks like it's really well done and just different. And I always loved Where's Waldo, so that was kind of what made me give it a check. Why not?
0: Yeah. Uh, the next one I checked, it just looked really interesting. It seemed like it might be a good story. It is only $3, so we know how those games usually go. <laughs> but it's called... I think it's coming out the same day yep yeah, july 15th it's called lambs on the road the beginning it's an adventure platformer survival horror game with small puzzles and you help this guy named john find his daughter in a dangerous post-apocalyptic world the look of it kind of reminded me of oxen free a little bit so if anybody has played that you might find it interesting hmm. worth okay. looking into
1: yeah yeah hmm. nice and then the last one coming out June or july 16th which i think is probably the biggest one on the whole list that everybody is potentially looking for, is the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword for $60. I gave this a check because I never played the original, primarily because of the motion controls. I've talked about this before. This is supposed to be the earliest story in the Legend of Zelda series and the made-up timeline that Nintendo came up with. This supposedly comes out first in that whole timeline. They're still leaning heavily into the motion controls, which makes me a little nervous. They, they say to gently swing your sword and angle your slashes to uncover the peak or the breakthrough opponent's defenses using intuitive motion controls. Link's in-game movements will correspond to the angle of each strike you make with the Joy-Con controller, creating immersive sword play that, rel- that relies on strategy and accuracy. All of that i do not like i don't want any of this you know slashing my joy cons around i hated that about the first one good for you if you love this motion control stuff i've always felt like that was a gimmick but that's unfortunately what kept me away from playing this because i wanted i mean it's zelda why wouldn't i want to play zelda but Mm -hmm. i hate motion control that being said they are saying that we can take advantage of the newly added button-only control, which makes sense because you can't do motion control with the Switch light. You would have cut a whole group of people out of your game. Uh, so maybe the button control will be good and it'll be worth playing. So I, I want the story. I want to see what this is all about with Skyward Sword. I do think that you know after E3 and after the the Direct and the Treehouse and stuff, we there seems to be potential that this ties into the new Breath of the Wild in some way, maybe yeah. which would make sense as to why they're releasing this game of all the games. Mm-hmm. Um and that being the case, I, you know, I obviously want to play it before Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. So well, you got time. There's there's plenty of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just I'm hoping that yeah. this button control that they came up with works and is is you know feels good to use because that that's going to sell me on the game.
0: Yeah. If I if I if i use motion controls, it's going to be for my boxing game it's because i want to move
1: yeah um, yeah i can understand i don't that. want a
0: game making me move that i don't need to it so i'm not going to be getting this day one it comes out i'm going to wait for a couple of reviews to Get see how the yeah see how the button controls work if they're well done or not um because it wasn't originally built that way so this was usually it's the opposite where they add in the motion controls later and it's kind of like a second thought where as opposed to this where it's like the button controls are a second thought so that's what makes me hesitant
1: mm-hmm. who mm-hmm.
0: knows how good they're gonna be <laughs> they're probably hopefully gonna be good. super janky yeah
1: <laughs> hopefully but. i'm hoping they're good because that's what's gonna sell me on if you know I, i'm yeah. like you i don't want to spend 60 dollars on this game right off the I'll rip wait. and then find mm-hmm. out that it's no good uh i will wait let somebody else review it and then and then grab it i think because i just like yeah. you said i mean it's just it's a it's a big investment for something that potentially is not that good um yeah so we'll see this will
0: be like a, a christmas list game yeah so if i don't have to buy it for myself yeah that's a good there yeah, we go. christmas <laughs> list game.
1: yeah that's a good yeah, idea because yeah. there's a bunch of other stuff that i want to play i think still oh, there's so
0: many games one. out there i yeah. know no. now
1: speaking of that that gets us into everybody's favorite segment in the show what you're playing what have you been playing
0: Uh, The usuals, obviously, Wingspan, Hades, Bioshock Infinite. I think I'm finishing that up this afternoon. Um, But I did buy Layers of Fear Legacy because I'll be playing that and streaming that next. I also picked up Epistory, Typing Chronicles. The last episode, it was coming out and I mentioned it and it went on sale for like $9 or something. So I said if it went on sale, I'd pick it up. So I went ahead and bought it. Didn't start it yet because instead I started playing and tried out the free game that I also mentioned last podcast called sky children of the light. Mm. It's very, I only probably played about an hour and a half of the game. I have no idea really what's going on because it's interesting. It's like multiplayer without me wanting it to be multiplayer, because I just want to like fly around and explore this really weird world that's in the skies and there's random islands and it's really pretty, but I'll have like other people randomly coming up to me and grabbing my hand and like trying to show me stuff and it's like no I want to go explore let go of my hand mm-hmm. and the controls to let go are very confusing cuz it's it's like you have to press Y and then you can't use your Joy-Con to go through menus you have to use your D-pad it just seems very wonky hmm. and like the fact that it's like this forced multiplayer experience it runs really well in that way but I just don't want it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for a free game, it seems pretty interesting. And it seems like it's, there's this one area where you go to and it's like all these candles lit. And it's messages that other players have left for you. They were all in, I'm assuming, Japanese. I, I don't I don't know. I could be getting that wrong. I had no idea what they said. So I am I have a feeling that it's not really, it doesn't have a big US demographic or gotcha. anywhere. Yeah, it seems they like it's more like an Asian demographic. They never even translating it. Well, I think it's like they wrote it in their mm. native language. Yeah. So gotcha. I don't I don't think that's on the game. I think it's just maybe they should have the servers not cross, or like you can choose what kind of server you want to be in. They don't mm-hmm. even let you turn off or on the multiplayer. It's just it is in the game. Oh, okay. It's really strange. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a really... I, I would say if, if... I would encourage people to check it out because it is free. Just put in like an hour and see if it's something for you. It's really interesting. It's free? But yeah, I don't think I'm going to go into it again. Like there was this one part where I was trying. So you have to like find these spirits and you have to like go through what the spirit does. And then at the end, you can light the spirit with a candle that you have and it unlocks an emoticon for you. So it's similar to like Animal Crossing where you can't really chat to people in the game, but you can use your emoticons to communicate. Mm -hmm. And like if you hit A, you sing with a little bell. So you can, if you're excited, you can hit a, a whole bunch of times, or you just hit it once, and you're like, nah. But um, <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. It's like you're a bunch of little kids running around with that can fly. It's it's yeah. really interesting. Um, but there was this one person just following me around, and they kept telling me to. They were saying that they want to help guide me to a spirit, and I'm like, okay. So I grabbed their hand, and I can't do anything at that point. It's just like the game goes on autopilot and follows and does whatever this other person does. It just seems like a really strange. Like I couldn't even. Play the game, and I would still get everything I need. Hmm. It just seems really weird. I mean, can you let go of the hand? Yeah, you have to press Y, and then you have to use your D-pad to select to let go of the person's hand, and then you can leave. Hmm. It's overcomplicated, but it's just a weird like I hadn't like for a new player to all of a sudden have all these people in this area like trying to hold your hand to bring you to things and saying they need help and then you have to guide them it's very confusing it's kind of overstimulating there's a lot happening
1: gotcha as
0: you're trying to figure out the controls for this new game so yeah it is on mobile as well so if people don't want to play it on their switch maybe they can try it on their phones and it would be a better experience I'm not sure but I don't think it's for me but it is very pretty what about you
1: uh, I've been playing the usual games, Subnautica Blow Zero, playing and streaming that, having a ton of fun. I did jump back into Witcher 3 again recently because WitcherCon just ended.
0: WitcherCon. And
1: it made me excited to kind of get back into the Witcher world, get playing that some more. I did see they announced that uh, during WitcherCon, because the Netflix series is going to have their season two, that CD Projekt Red is coming out with uh, DLC for they're they're coming out with Witcher 3 for the um the the next gen consoles so it'll be beefed up so that it plays mm-hmm. well on those and looks amazing which it always looks amazing but I can't imagine it looking yeah. better uh, so that's going to happen but with that it's also coming out with DLC for all the consoles all the variations of the game mm-hmm. that's going to have uh, I think outfits and stuff like that from the series, so I think that's kind of cool. You'll be that's able. Neat. I don't. I don't know. They didn't get into the details specifically what we're getting with the DLC, but we're going to be getting some free DLC that kind of goes hand in hand with the new uh, season of the Netflix series, which I think is pretty exciting. So I'm looking forward to yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, In addition to that, I've been playing some more Mario Golf, and I'm enjoying that. I will say I'm overall maybe at a 3.5 out of 5 for Mario Golf. Uh, I was initially extremely excited, but once I started playing it, it felt like some of the charm is not there that I remember. And now, to be fair, I only played the GameCube version of Mario Golf, which I think was Toadstool something or another. And, and I remember really, really enjoying it. I thought, you know, you hit it and it would say, nice shot. And the, like it was in these big bubbly rainbow letters. Cheesy. And yeah, it was mm-hmm. cheesy. It's Mario. It was like big, bubbly and colorful and vibrant. And a lot of things were happening. And so far, I think I'm in the third, um, the third, I don't know what course. I'm in the third course and it. Saw felt like the training course is a legit just straight up grass and trees. There's not like any Nintendo Mario at all. The second mm-hmm. one, I think, has some little elements of that. Now, I don't know if as you unlock them, I think there's six or seven total. As you unlock them, I don't know if they get more zany and weird and like Mario. But so far, they've felt like somebody picked up Mario in the, in the crew and dropped them in like PGA Tour golf game. It feels super <laughs> like a legit golf game with just some Mario, you know? And so it's just to me, like a
0: little disconnected.
1: Yeah, it just feels yeah. strange. It feels like there's not enough... There's not, there's nobody on the sidelines that's kind of like cheering. It, it it feels like a golf game as opposed to a Mario golf game where there should be, mm. you know, like I don't know, mushrooms and 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 drain yeah, you had pipes. A big mushrooms
0: in the distance and like the Nintendo. There should be like you know and... like
1: people around like yeah. clapping and I, I don't know. It just seems like there's not a lot there uh, as far as the charm of it. And I could maybe none of them had that. Maybe I'm misremembering, but. For a Switch version, it should, you know, maybe the GameCube couldn't have handled it, but I feel like the Switch version should have been able to handle extra stuff. I think it would have just been kind of fun to have those but, yeah. charming elements. Uh it just it's seemed like Mario they a Mario
0: game. Yeah, it
1: just seemed like <laughs> it even needs
0: to feel like Mario.
1: Even even the menus just feel very adult and clean and there's no like fun mm. or and and I think that's part of the problem with this game. Um I did start the adventure mode. Now, the GameCube version that I played didn't have an adventure mode. And I've heard that the adventure mode on some of the later versions of the game was much, much better. So this is apparently a stream downed version of it. But to me, it seemed okay. It's kind of interesting. I like the idea of creating my own golf Player and kind of leveling them and almost having an RPG element where I'm leveling them and kind of beefing them up so that they can do stuff. That being Mm -hmm. said, you create a me to do it. And I think that, again, is another downside to this. I I me just don't fit. They don't feel. I get that. That's what Nintendo has created as sort of their player profile. But mm-hmm. I would have almost rather created my own sort of zany Mario esque character. You know where it's maybe it's it's a turtle that has you know I don't know uh, like a helmet on or it, like you can pick different components and create your own weird Mario. Creation. Turtle with like
0: a mushroom shell. Yeah,
1: like with like Toadstool's (laughs) head, but it's a turtle. Mm. I don't know, because those would feel more at home in the world. Whereas you're playing as a me. And I'm standing next to, you know, the football player character. It's just like, what world? I don't, none of this makes sense. None of it feels right. And it just seems sort of forced together.
0: Disjointed. Well, yeah, yeah, very
1: disjointed. Um, but all in all, it's a golf game. And I'll, and I'll continue playing probably on like the first player. I haven't jumped into online yet. I want to do that and uh, and kind of keep plugging away. But I, I think I was hoping for maybe just a little bit more and Potentially, that's stuff we can get with DLC, so mm-hmm. that's fine. I mean they've already announced that there's a bunch of DLC coming out, so I'm sure we'll get some zany fun, crazy uh, like types of games and courses and stuff like that so i'm hoping I'm hoping that it gets up into that four and a half five area, but right now I would say it's a three three and a half for me as far as yeah. overall you know how excited am I to get in there and play some games <laughs> it's It's kind of lower on the end.
0: Yeah, I saw on Twitter somebody say that they really want tournaments, and I think E. Diggy was saying that too. Yeah,
1: tournaments would be awesome. Yeah, sure. For yeah, like definitely. the DLC, mm-hmm. I think as far as a golf it's game goes, it plays super well. Uh, it's a lot of you know, it, it's very technical. It's very easy to kind mm-hmm. of mess up, and it's also kind of easy to do do good. I think the more you get the the hang of it, uh, I I think performance wise, it's It's okay. I think some people think it's very, very pretty. I think it's okay looking. I've noticed a lot of pop-ins, you know, when it's panning over some of the courses, you'll see the grass popping in and stuff. And that's where I'm saying where that's what we should have had a performance upgrade for the Switch because those kinds of things shouldn't be happening i guess it especially does,
0: for like a actual nintendo it's, game yeah it's a
1: first party game so i mean yeah. those kind of things shouldn't shouldn't be happening uh and and i think it feels a little sparse there just just doesn't seem like there's a lot happening in the game so mm-hmm. you know you're looking at stuff and you're like okay but you know the, it just doesn't seem like it's that demanding i don't understand why if i'm looking at the green you know, there's, there's these lines to show you sort of where to putt and how to hit. They're very pixelated and sort of like, you know, Hmm. you can literally see pixels and kind of like these blockiness to them and it should be super streamlined and super clean. And it just, I don't, why does it look like it did on when I remember playing on the 64? Why is that still so sort of pixelated looking? I don't, I don't understand that. But have you, um,
0: have you noticed any updates to the game?
1: No, nothing yet. Nothing, mm, yeah. Okay. So maybe they'll we'll fix that with. I, th- an update, I mean, I think it was a day hopefully. one, but nothing that was substantial enough.
0: Gotcha. So,
1: we'll see. I don't know. I It's mm-hmm. fun. It's Mario. Uh, I just don't think it's a, you know, a four and a half or five like I was kind of hoping for. I was hoping it'd just be yeah. a, a sort of a zany, crazy Mario game.
0: Yeah. You know? Which being a Mario game, that's what you expect. You so would expect. That's yeah. Just
1: kind of like yeah. stuff happening. And you're on the flagship console i wanted to see you know this does i don't want it, i don't want it to feel like it could have been maybe less better you know better graphics but not pushing the system at all and that's kind of where it feels like
0: And it's funny, too, because we have said many times that, you know, we're not big Mario fans. We like things to maybe seem a little more adult or sophisticated or not as zany and goofy. So it's kind of interesting that they tried to take Mario and make it less zany, less goofy. And it's just not right. (laughs) I
1: think a perfect example of um, Mario in a another type of game is Mario Kart. So that's Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. I like racing games. I like, you know, regular racing games, but Mario Kart, I also like because that's a racing game, but it has, you know, you're throwing shells and you're doing crazy stuff and it's crazy courses and it's not you didn't take Mario and those people and just literally stick them on like a formula one track that's flat right. and you know, just the things you would typically see on a racetrack. There's, there's all kinds of stuff going on and that's what I want to see themed. in this. And again, mm-hmm. like I said, I haven't unlocked every course, so maybe some of the courses get crazy, but there's only six and I've played three of them so far. So <laughs> you're kind of yeah. running out of, you know what I mean? You're kind of running out of time. Yeah. Oh, it's a one crazy course out of all of
0: mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a wrap for us. If you would like to write us over here at Nintendo Dispatch, please do. You can go over to NintendoDispatch.com, hit the contact page, and feel free to write us a little little love note. Uh, If you want to watch us play games, you can... Bet your bottom dollar you can do that. You can go over to twitch.tv forward slash Nintendo Dispatch and you can watch both Christina and I play, stream some craziness. I don't even know what. Bet I'm your prob- bottom I'm, dollar. You bet your bottom dollar <laughs> that it can happen. If you want to see sub Subnautica, you can come over and watch me play that. If you want to see Bioshock and then something scary, you can go over to watch Board Christina. Games. Yeah, uh, You can feel free to do that. If you want to just chat with us, if you just feel like, you know what, I just want to. Chat. I just want to talk to you guys. Then you can go over to Twitter and at Dispatch Podcast and you feel free to chat with us there or Discord where there's a link on our website and all of this. We would love to hear your thoughts on any one of these things. What games are we missing out on? What's your thoughts of Zelda with the motion controls? are you getting some edibles from Nintendo or maybe, maybe you think we are absolutely insane regarding the OLED Nintendo switch or is it it, we're missing something. You guys are crazy. This thing is the best thing since sliced bread. Maybe it is. I don't even know,
0: but I I don't,
1: I don't think it is, but you know, if you want to tell us it is feel free to jump over there and, and, uh, and do that. But that has been the last stop on this train. Oh, and you
0: beat me to it. I was going uh, to beat and you to it. And this train is leaving the station. Yeah,
1: this this <laughs> is the last stop for today. This train is <laughs> heading home. True and, true. That, and that has been your Nintendo Dispatch.